In this episode, we go an immersive experience. I teach you how to make a podcast, how to make it interesting, the do's and don'ts, the pitfalls, the things that you'll run into, start getting an audience, start getting a listenership, and all of a sudden, the premium quality gold platinum plated content ends up becoming like adamantium plated. That's what this episode is. This episode breaks it down. What to expect when starting a podcast. It's, a long, it's the longest anchor commercial that there ever was. So what? Big deal. Who's ready to depart? I said, who's ready to depart? Hey, it's everyone's favorite host, Bling, from the Bling Jera podcast. You know, I started this pod... No, this is not a commercial. Dang it, it's not. I started this podcast over a year ago. But I just thought, like, you had to get really big on your own. And then eventually, that's when, oh, sponsors come. Only to realize, like... I know, it just dawned on me now. Only to realize... A year later, like if I would have been grinding away trying to get sponsors and like on my own, that's what would help grow it. Only to realize, well, at least it only took me a year instead of like two years. Here, let's slip into something more comfortable. We're gonna go for a freaking walk. Actually, let's go. Yeah, hang on. Well, I am the Scooter King. For those of you that are unfamiliar, I ride scooters around Salt Lake City. That's uh, what I do pr- full-time. It's my professional gig. Mm-hmm. Actually, not really. Um, my car, yeah. Well, you guys know the story. If you don't know the story, you have to go back two months and listen to every single episode. Monetized or not, some of them have commercials, some of them don't. Some of them have the same... Here's another thing, too. This is the, this is the hey, things I wish I would have known when I actually started to get some listeners and got the hang of this podcast for a second. Like, oh, oh, now you're talking, babe. Okay, first things first. If you want to get sponsors, you have to to put in the work. Yeah, I know. I know. They don't just show up out of nowhere, which I thought that's how it worked. I really did. I was like, one day I'm going to get so big, like Coca-Cola. Really what I wanted to have sponsor me was Snickers Almond and Microtech uh, Automatic Knives with the Damascus Blade. And then SC DuPont Lighters. Speaking of, I think I lost my SC DuPont Lighter, so I need to get that sponsorship ASAP. I would like to get sponsored also by LASIK, except I would never, I'm too scared. I will never actually go through with the surgery. Well, just the way everything's been going lately, it's like, Bling, hey, uh, good news and bad news. Good news is you're still alive. Bad news is I've never messed up before performing LASIK surgery. I'm so sorry. It's the first time this has ever happened. I'll just be like, okay, lay it on me. Lay it on me. I'm, I'm blind, aren't I? Bling, I'm really sorry. <laughs> you're never going to see again. Like, why couldn't I just have been okay with my glasses? Why couldn't I just been okay with wearing my glasses? Just go to the freaking, go to the optometrist. 
get a new contacts prescription, get some more contacts. You don't even have to wear your glasses. But now you're blind because you had to get sponsored by LASIK with a freaking podcast. I know some of you are skeptics out there and you're saying to yourselves, eh, he's just making it up. No, I'm not. My car got repossessed and it was taken 40 miles north to a different city. And how did, yeah, that's what I get for not making the payment. I know, check this out. No, the first time in 20 years, I've been buying and selling things on eBay for 20 years, 100% positive feedback, 1,798. I was two away from 1,800. 100% positive feedback, you guys. Probably less than five negative reviews in 20 years, since 2002. And then eBay's like, hey, uh, we're gonna hang on to that money for you, and your account's gone. Suspended, permanently suspended forever. Like, what I do? But what I do, though, it's just suspicious, we can't tell you. It's for your own good. We're gonna hang on to your car payment, and we're gonna hang on to your rent, just to keep it safe, because we don't trust you. It's like, well, what did I do, though? First time in 20 years. Guilty. So what happens to my car? How did it get 40 miles north? Well, got repossessed. Yeah. Instead of taking it to one of the local yards around, let's go 40 miles away into a different city altogether. That way he can't pick up his car because he doesn't have a car. Oh. So don't try and tell me that my LASIK sponsorship isn't going to completely backfire because it will. Microtech blades out the front, UTX 70, please. SC DuPont lighters and a Snickers almond sponsorship. Until I get those three, we're open. We're open for business. Who wants it? I will sell out. No, I just kind of, I'm just kind of hard up for some cash right now. You know, I don't want to make a Patreon because <laughs> then I'd get even more depressed because no one would donate to it. So I you know, do it the old fashioned way. Get some sponsors, get some out. I'd probably end up having to use like my real name, Bling Vieira. And there's probably another Bling Vieira out there somewhere just got done with heart surgery or something that opened up another Patreon. They're like, oh, whoops. I donated to the wrong guy. Can you refund me? I'll be like, yeah, here you go. It ends up costing me, like, money because I have to, yeah. The, the transfer fee or something. Extra two bucks. It's not that bad. But... Well, we're going to go walk out to the Shire if you guys are interested. It's already 12 a.m. market time. I have a beer. I'm going to drink it now. Oh, yeah. The mountains are blue. They've been blue. I put this in the fridge. When the mountains are blue on a Coors Light can, in case anyone's wondering, it's as cold as the Rockies. Now, I'm based out of Salt Lake City, so I know how cold it gets up here, and it, these cans are no lie. Also, did you know that Coors Light is brewed with 100% Rocky Mountain water? Again, I live here in, I live in Salt Lake. I live in Salt Lake, it's in the Rockies. And I could tell you for a fact that it, Coors Light is in fact brewed with 100% Rocky Mountain water. I'll drink to that. Okay, let's bring a couple of those. Let's bring one of those cores and let's bring one of those Natty Lights with us. I don't usually get Natty Lights. These are 25 ounce cans. <clears throat> it's called the big one. 
they're $1.50. These Coors Lights, mm, they're a little bit more than that. And there's only 16 ounces, so that's why we're drinking that. But I could only imagine how many listeners I'd have now if I would have just been, if I would have started a year ago trying to get sponsors and like promoting the podcast. Except, I guess I started it as just, yeah, I don't know, something to teach myself how to read, like I said in the last episode. Anyway, anyway. So this episode, besides this whole entire first segment that's going to get scrapped, this episode is about the things that I would do differently now that I know what I know about podcasting. Now that I'm a pro podcaster, I would say without a doubt, the first thing, and this is all, I'm being totally serious now. The first thing is to think that you have something you want to talk about and then realize that that's not what you want to talk about. Like, you have to have something that you talk about, that you're good at talking about. Mine was the market. I was like, I could talk about the market all day. Get me in there. I could just talk about it all day. Except I didn't really know how to. So what did I do? Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal headlines. Let's go. Let's read them live. And so that's what I did. I put together some music and stuff and had a little intro. It doesn't sound, it sounds way different. Go back and listen. But I will say, be prepared like, don't be too rigid. I can still talk about the market all day till I'm blue in the face. But I can also talk about, like, crooked companies, corruption. And if you listen to the last episode where I kind of broke it all down, I mean, that's a psychoanalysis on... <laughs> I, hey, hey, come on, can I get a round of applause for that one at least? My best work. Second only to the eBay... Uh, vault special YouTube eBay used shoe salesman episode my those are my best two episodes the one from today about IAA the psychoanalysis eBay's used shoe salesman who's on YouTube that was also my that's my best work easily hands down did I care about eBay when I started this podcast <laughs> no could I talk about eBay when I started this podcast? Uh, <laughs> I buy and sell some things on eBay. It's good to ship things sooner because they can leave positive feedback. Don't lie on your uh, listings because that's dishonest. Like, that's about the extent of it. That's what I could talk about eBay back then. Like, yeah, as you want to ship them quick, you, you could buy a little scale. It's about $30, runs on a 9-volt. Yeah, you don't have to go to the store or go to the post office and weigh everything out. However, you could just get flat rate priority and just ship it in flat rate boxes. That way you don't have to worry about mailing or size and just ship it. It's one flat rate, up to 70 pounds. That's it. That was the extent of eBay. That's the extent that I cared about eBay. If you'll notice, my podcast has the cover art. If you don't respond, I'll have eBay lock your account. That's because that particular message there is suspicious because less than 24 hours later my account was locked and I didn't respond so you know you can only kind of wonder if you don't respond I'll have eBay lock your account okay I blocked him flagged that message ported it to eBay next morning accounts locked okay we've got it we I smell a rat so that being said always 
just you don't have you don't have to search for it you don't have to find it but it'll find you you'll talk about it you'll be passionate about it could take over a year could take a year to get there but once once it once it do man hell hath no fury is what they say but uh my inferno hell hell hath nothing compared to an inferno that i have that's a michael sarah impression that i've been working on it's still a work in progress so. but i think i'm moving a little bit too fast here let's get back to the basics you don't know what to do to start your podcast well get a microphone and get it like a usb thing and, and figure it out like get and figure it out good luck like figure out how to record yourself first i mean of course once you get there then you can start a podcast the audio should be good quality at least as good as you can get it if it's hot if you're on the top floor because the heat rises you won't want to turn off the air conditioning or turn off the air you won't want to sometimes you'll leave it on but I'd say it's worth it to turn it off. It just sounds better. The audio quality's better. Hopefully you don't live next to an alley with a bunch of feral children, because then they'll be screaming in your podcast either way. Just freaking crank the air on and, like, who cares? At that point, though, at that point, your life's probably, you know... You're probably in the same, you know, situation that I'm in, so it's not, you got other things to worry about. The next thing's impressions. The next thing is, like, trying and not being scared of how you sound. Now, I've said this in previous episodes. I couldn't have someone in the vocal booth with me when I'm singing, they, I, they couldn't. Not my girlfriend, not my friend's girlfriend, not the band, like no one can see me sing, I'm in the booth, I'm gonna sing my little heart out, no one can see it. So I'm too self-conscious, I'm too afraid. Just get rid of that, nobody cares. Do impressions, act goofy, and you'll get away with it. The more comfortable that you are with yourself, the easier, like, the listeners, your audience can hear that. Your audience can pick up on that. Like, oh, hey, Bling's pretty cool after all. It's like, yeah, yeah, he kind of is. I try to watch out for the disfluencies. I'm guilty of them too. Uhs and ums and ah. Uh, but, uh, record yourself, listen to it and say, man, I sound super boring and monologue, work on it. Get your voice going, make it entertaining. Do it. Yeah, I, you, think, you think I just woke up with this golden voice like this? No. You go back and listen. And, well, there's different microphones and different settings, so I mean, my voice probably will sound different regardless because it's on a different setting. But either way, either way. It's gonna change, and it's gonna change for the better. You're gonna learn how to talk. If you do start to get weird about, should I publish, it, publish this, should I not, should I erase it? Go listen to, okay, I'm not, this is just crass, okay? Just, excuse me, you know, this is not that type of podcast. It's called Come Town. It's a podcast called Come Town. Now, I have never talked about this before, but that podcast, C-Town, 
that podcast is what led me here, is what led you here, is what has you listening to this right now. The reach that that podcast has. You've probably never even heard of it. Go listen to it. It'll gross you out. But it'll make you laugh. It'll make you freaking laugh. All I had to do was listen to that podcast, C-Town. And I was like, yeah, this is okay. If they can say that, if they can get away with saying that, and they're okay with themselves, they're still alive, I was like, dude, I can... Like, what am I afraid of? What am I afraid of? Maybe brush up a little bit on your First Amendment rights, fair use law, things like that, you know, comment critique. Just read over it, gloss over it. It's not too complicated. Maybe the Decency and Communications Act. Or is it... Yeah, or the communicate... Just read it. Article, was it 34? Something like that. Get get a little bit brushed up on some of the the laws. Just, you know, broad strokes. But at least you know. At least you have an, a grasp and it's not over your head. Um, I mean, if anything, uh, Larry Flint. Larry Flint, do that. Uh, re- read up on that uh, Supreme Court ruling on uh, like freedom, free speech, pretty much. He says... You know, if, if, if free speech can cover, can protect a dirtbag like me, then it can protect any one of you. So that's no lie, because he took it all the way to the Supreme Court. They ruled in his favor. Find something. It'll happen organically. Like, the begin, the, go back and listen. My podcast in the beginning had, like, a jingle. Uh, you, had the, you got that right. Like, it was cool. It's cool. It's 15 minutes long. The Wall Street Journal headlines were like four minutes and 22 seconds long. And then I was like, okay, let's take it up a notch. Let's talk for 15 minutes straight. There was no pausing. There was no editing. It was 15 minutes straight. That was the goal. It was a 15-minute show. Start to finish. I would go into it with an idea. I wrote a script a few times, but mostly just an idea. Let's go with it. It will teach you how to talk. It will teach you how to communicate. It'll probably suck in the beginning. And no one's going to listen to it. It might even suck a year later. and No one listens to it either. But just keep trying. And I think the more you listen to yourself, the more you're like, okay, I say that weird. I sound weird when I have my headphones on when I'm listening to myself versus when they're off. Sometimes when it's just the noise canceling that's on and I can't actually hear myself, but it's just that, but they're still on. I talk different. You guys ready to go? But my thing now is customer service, customer experience. I'm talking about, I mean, I'm psychoanalyzing freaking companies now, guys. You want to start your own podcast? Yeah. Watch out because you're about to, you know, this is a big time. You'll, you won't even know what's about to hit you. I'm, I'm breaking it down. If IAA, bless their troubled hearts, if they were to listen to the one episode that's about them, they would, they'd end up in, they're in tears. They're in tears sobbing, all of them, the whole entire office. They're like, group hug, everyone's crying. 
Like, how did he know he hasn't even been here? How does he know what it's like here? It's like, babe, hey, come on, you guys. It's a Blink Therapy podcast. Ogden Auto Towing. Like, the stranded. Car's stranded. I'm over here. They don't leave junk cars in Walmart parking lots. You don't abandon cars in Walmart parking lots. You can Walmart employees will call the cops, call the police. No, you can't take your car to the police station either. They don't do that. They'll tow around a uh, fire truck, though. Hell yeah, they will. It's a giant-ass freaking tow truck. If you're lucky to be smart, like really smart, then you don't have to read textbooks. But if you don't have anything to talk about, but you kind of know about stuff, like say you used to build model airplanes, you could talk about that, but you could talk about it in an interesting way, if you're creative enough. Something that, just, that was weird that just happened now, for example, I had a bottle of water with the cap off, and I was like, nah, I can leave it on the floor, it's fine. The cap's off, but it's fine. I'm not gonna spill that. I'm not gonna spill that bottle of water with the cap off. Not me, no way. What happened just now when I was getting ready to leave? My backpack fell off of the chair, right on top of that bottle of water, knocked it over. On whose journal? On whose diary? Oh, just my great, 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 great grandfather's diary, no big deal. Only one page, only one page got completely ruined. But how is that possible? How does that happen? How does something like that happen? It's that self-fulfilling prophecy stuff. I willed it into existence. If that thought never occurred to me, no, you won't spill it. Oh, lid's off, leave it off. Leave it on the floor. And you're not gonna spill that bottle of water, man. You're just not, because you don't do that. That's not how, you're not that type of person. Next thing I know, it's, yeah. You wanna have examples like that when you're talking about important things. <clears throat> people will listen, because people can identify with that. Someone right now is nodding their head. They're just like, yeah, every time. Mm-hmm. Bottle of water, cap off. Someone else has had that. It, that happens all the time. So go into every podcast episode as if it's an episode of Seinfeld. You're going to be rigid. There's going to be things that happen that interfere with your ability to emote the proper words your feelings like personal problems you'll have things come up in your own life personal issues you're not going to want to do a podcast you're, you're going to want to stay in bed and cry but the show must go on and i'd say that that's something to remember write that part down the show must go on and they're relying on you so don't let your audience down. Don't let your fans down. Get out of bed. Even if it's just for 15 minutes. Even if it's just 15 minutes. You can put on a happy face. You don't have to complain about it unless you want to. Unless your podcast is, revolves around your misery. In which case, yeah. You're going to want to bring that shit up. Big time. Ever join an obscure religion? Based out of Salt Lake City? 
Huh? You ever been in the only American religion uh, based out of Salt Lake City? Uh, also, not to mention Jackson County, Missouri, where the community of Christ, <clears throat> that's where we're headed next. San Jose, Jackson County. You know, I looked at the community of Christ's temple and I have to say, yeah, I like it. Officially, I like the cross on it. I like the style of it. I like it all. I used to not like it. I used to just not like it. And now I, I'm really, I really like it. So things can change, man. Things can change. And you need to consider your podcast. You need to consider those things that can change when you're making your podcast. You can break them into segments like I do. But I used to not do that before. And in fact, it's, it's three 10-minute segments with the third segment until the cows come home if you want to. I found that that works best for me. It gives it a structure. And plus, it gives some listeners something to look forward to. Just fast forward to the first two segments. Let's go to the real part of the podcast. The third dimension. Which, at times, has led us to the fourth dimension, has it not? All right, well, we're about to jump on the scooter. We're going to head over to the Shire. Uh, that's where we're going to end this segment. We're going to cut a little bit short, but it's the third segment. So when we get to the Shire, we'll check in then, okay? So this is something that gets it's an immersive experience. You get your listeners and your audience involved. You suck them in. They're like, oh, where's he going? The Shire? When? when? I don't want to wait. I don't want it. Don't worry. With the magic of audio and editing, nobody has to wait. It's going to be like the blink of an eye. I'm saying it here. I'm next to the studio. There's a park over here. We got a you know, bunch of singles playing softball, babe. Bunch of singles playing softball. There's no kids here. Those are single, those are single Latter-day Saints. Okay? Each one just as awkward intimately as the next. But there's some there's some real athletes over there. I've seen I've seen a few hit a in park hall. Okay, well, <clears throat> blink of an eye, I'm telling you. Where are we? Where art thou? We're at the Shire. See, I told you, blink of an eye. It's the magic of audio. It's the magic of an immersive experience. It's pitch black out here, though. And I've got my phone flashlight. It's... Okay, sorry. It's pitch black out here. And I have my phone flashlight on the brightest setting. I forgot how dark it got. We're having some technical difficulties with one of the scooters. Did not... It's GPS was off. It was telling us we couldn't ride, but we, we, were, in, we were in a ride zone. We were, anyway. Wow, it looks totally different. Like, when it's pitch black, it's just not the same. So here we are. That's a good demonstration of how to use the magic of audio to create an immersive experience for, the, for your audience, for your listeners. In one second, we're getting ready to leave, and then voila, we're here. Uh, now, now comes the, the hard part. Finding something to talk about for the second half of the third segment. It looks very different here with, at night with the 
flashlight. It almost looks like the the stream is. Ah, what was that? Was that a freaking spider? I know, I know, with the Ray Bradbury thing, I know I did that before, but I think there was a freaking spider on my freaking forearm. I'm not kidding, there was a freaking spider on it. I like to make a lot of noise when I walk up over here, just in case there's anyone sleeping in a tent. I don't want to sneak up on them and startle them, so I don't see anyone sneaking in it, sleeping in a tent. I think we're okay. But there was a spider on my arm. You know, it's you have to take risks when you're making these podcasts. You have to take risks. And whether you... I mean, if that involves putting yourself in harm's way, uh, you know, at your own expense, yeah, there's going to be spiders that land on your arm if you're going to pull these kind of stunts like this. Don't mind if I doozy. Oh, there's like a big spider too. So we're at the Shire. It's a lot darker than I was imagining, or than I remember it. But you can hear the water. It has that natural sound. There's different types of sound. You can experiment, you know, there's artificial sound, there's music, there's noise, there's uh, like voice. This is, this, in the water that you hear behind me, that's a natural sound of running water. Now we have it on the lowest light setting so our eyes can adjust to the dark so we can see the night creatures as they come to attack. Anyone want to go over some animal facts while we're out here talking about running water? Anyone? This is be, If you're a biologist, this would be a good time to get into some facts about animals and running water. If you can, if you can. If you can't, don't, don't make up stories, don't lie. It's no good. You don't want to do that. You're going to lose listeners doing that. Okay, so here we go. Running water. The sound of it. Beavers. A lot of engineering uh, schools, they'll have the beaver as their mascot. MIT. Uh, other engineering schools. The beaver is their mascot. Why is that? Anyone? Any clues? That's because it was once thought, and still thought today by some, <laughs> that the beaver had an intellect like no other mammal. None. Wait, beaver is not a mammal, is it? It's a rodent, isn't it? Strike that, I do know what I'm talking about. That the beaver had an intellect no, like no other rodent. And rats are pretty freaking smart. Did you ever see that video where the rat's taking a little shower? He's like cleaning himself off. That, he thinks he's people, and that rat... It's doing good things. It's like a person taking a little shower. It's like a little mini, little person. So for millennia, for eons, everyone just thought like beavers were this the smart rodent. How do I know that beavers are a rodent? Anyone? Because the beaver, it, <clears throat> the beaver is North America's largest rodent. Does anyone know what the largest rodent in the world happens to be? Where it's located, anyone? South America, it's the capybara. Yeah, the capybara, it looks like a giant rodent. It's a huge ass rodent. We don't have capybaras here, but we have beavers here. Now, common to, or uh, contrary to common belief, 
the European beaver has more chromosomes than the North American beaver, so therefore they cannot mate. Not even have uh, hybrid children that are sterile. None of that. They just can't. They can't. Can't do it. Okay, I pause it. This is when you take a little break to be mindful. Well, that, I dropped it. Don't drop... There's so many freaking spider webs over here. Don't drop the gear. It's too loud over there with the water, though. Too many freaking spiders. All right, all right. Where was I? North American beaver, European beaver, right. Uh, some beavers have been uh, introduced uh, as a non-native species into different parts of South America, the North American beaver has. And with, with very, at least what scientists believe to be, very minimal impact to the surrounding ecosystem and the native species already there. Blink, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't you say something about running water? Correct the mundo. Beavers don't have a high intellect. That's not why they make dams that are structurally sound, uh, they basically a, a blueprint for mankind to construct like, oh, I don't know, the Hoover Dam? Nope. Guess what makes beavers make dams? We were just talking about it. The sound of running water. The sound of running water is what attracts the beaver there to patch it up, to throw some rocks on it, to throw some sticks on it, to gnaw through some bark. Uh, I think the red uh, maple tree, a red aspen tree, might be red maple. For some reason, they don't like red maple trees. Yeah, I know. A beaver's incisors will continue to grow throughout its life. It must gnaw on wood in order to, like, basically clip its own, it, like, clip its nails. Otherwise, they'll just keep growing. In fact, some beavers, if they're not careful, their teeth will, will continue to grow and it can prove to be, you know, fate, fatal, if you could imagine. Yeah, it's sad. A beaver's teeth are that color, that orange, yellowish color, because of what it eats. Uh, some of the bark and trees that it eats has such a concentrated like vitamin content of I forget what it is um, whatever vitamin it was but that's what makes its teeth that, that color beavers are mostly monogamous they will usually mate for life if 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 anything at least a couple years typically but sometimes for life um, they have a beaver lodge with a an entrance below it and one above where I think that's getting bit by a mosquito and one above where they can dry off and before entering the lodge that entrance the other one underneath below underneath the water it's more of like for predators um, to escape to run for safety man there better not be mosquitoes in here mosquitoes are one of the deadliest uh, insects if not the deadliest have you heard of malaria West Nile virus. I do not want to get bit by no mosquitoes. So it turns out that all the engineers admired the beaver only to realize like, oh, he wasn't so smart after all. Just 
piled up a bunch of rocks and stuff. Just like every other engineer, right? <laughs> and that, my friend, that's how you make an interesting episode. That's how you do it, just like this. Do you, what do you know about? It doesn't have to be about beavers. What do you, you know about animals? Focus on what you know about and start reading textbooks. Stop playing with your friends. No more Nintendo late at night. You're going to bed early. And, st and shave, because you look dirty. But seriously though, I'm out here getting bit by freaking mosquitoes. There's spiders on my arm. And I'm like, dude, let's get out of here. Like, what are we doing back there anyways? It's all dark. Like, let's get out of there. It's creeped out.